Steve King and Johnny Putman in for Dave Flyer on WGN Radio. I uh, want to uh, mention, because some people have been saying, what were the websites you mentioned? Okay, if you want to go to, first of all, the Steve and Johnny homepage is steveandjohnny.com, just like it sounds, but spell everything out, S-T-E-V-E-A-N-D-J-O-H-N-N-I-E.com. And you find links to all the places we hang out in cyberspace. And if you want to take a look at our blog, and if you want to get the the recipe for Johnny's apple butter, go to steveandjohnny.wordpress.com, steveandjohnny.wordpress.com, and you will find our our Both Sides Now blog and scroll down to the second post, and that's Johnny's apple butter recipe. Then if you want to see a kind of a surreal picture, uh, it's on our Twitter page, twitter.com slash Steve and Johnny. And uh, we posted a, a Friday afternoon view from the WGN Radio Studio. But then we just posted this kind of a surreal-looking picture. It almost <laughs> looks like it's 3D, but it's not. It's uh, the view outside the studio window looking out onto Lakeshore Drive. But because the sun is down and the studio lights are up, you're seeing kind of this weird cacophony of it's outside and there's, there's you. drive and that's but but it's just it's a very is, strange is that surreal. you or is that like a a ghostly specter well, I don't, it is October, you know no i don't think we have Halloween no 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 no, no uh-uh. <laughs> we, we don't have ghosts in this building we did over at the tribune tower we don't have ghosts here fanny may used to walk the halls of the WGN offices. And, I mean, she would just leave that smell of chocolate everywhere. People didn't believe us, but we we know she was walking the halls every <laughs> night. <laughs> we have a little Chicago theme going on this hour, visiting with Sherman Dilla Thomas, and how cool it was to yeah. meet him. I really want to meet him in yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, I, I literally, I said during the news, I said, I, I learned like six or seven new things that I never learned in school. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to continue our, our Chicago theme and bring in a guy you all know, because he spent many, many, many Friday nights right here on the radio, bringing you the news. He is the one and only Roger Badish. Hey, Roger. Hey, Rog. Well, good evening. Hi, everybody. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. You were starting to scare me a little bit there with <laughs> you know the floating figures in the windows. I thought a little early for, that, for nah. uh, Halloween there. No, you know. we've had our Halloween tree up for two weeks. Oh. So. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Well, you join us tonight because um, I follow you on Facebook, and I'm just love, love, loving your videos of your new family member, Taylor Swift. She's a a beautiful little beagle. Mm -hmm. She is right. A year and a month old. A year and a month. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. And she is just full of energy. And we're watching her in the videos as she becomes more and more relaxed and more acclimated to her surroundings and happy. That's one yeah. happy creature. You, you need to yeah. find a way to put a Fitbit on, on the dog. Because I, I want to see how fast she's running. And how she, many steps. Um, well, I would if I could catch my breath uh, because I get her started by running around the backyard uh-huh. for about 20 seconds before I realized that I shouldn't be running around the backyard to get her started. (laughs) Well, there is that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> does she know who to call? Wait, does she know who to call if you pass out? Does she know to run in and get Bridget if you end yes, up? Yes, she does. Okay, yes, good. She does. Good. Yeah, she's all good on that. She's already learned how to paw at the back door, and and that's the emergency scratch. Yeah. You know, so uh, Bridget knows to come out and say, y- I've told you before, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go to Roger's Facebook page and you will see uh, this creature is just a beautiful, beautiful dog. And she is happy. She's where she belongs. She's a rescue. And I'm just so thrilled for you because you had that void after you lost your 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 buddy Rufus. Yeah. And uh, it looks like Taylor's just, oh, she's she's perfect. She really is. Yeah. But one of the reasons we wanted to to talk with Roger tonight, and and we just talked uh, with Dilla about Chicago history, and a very, very important part of Chicago history was Chicago's first black mayor, Harold Washington, and there is a new movie out about Harold Washington, and a lot of people may not know that you were a member of uh, Mayor Washington's staff for a period of time, right? I was. Uh, the first two and a half years that he was in office, uh, I had been working in the mayor's press office already for two and a half years under uh, Jane Byrne. And I was one of two uh, press office members that were kept by the Washington administration. And um, Was that uh, because you knew how to set up his hi-fi system? <laughs> yes, I knew how to set up his hi-fi and explain it to him so he understood. Yeah. And uh, one of my main jobs was to record all the newscasts from the previous night and then come in early the next morning and edit all the newscasts down into a reel that then got sent out to whoever needed to see the TV news from the previous night. Mm-hmm. And the majority of those tapes are now filed over in the Washington archives at the main uh, public library, the Harold Washington Library. Mm-hmm. So, this... so uh, that was the main job that I was doing, along with a lot of press events and everything. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it was um, a, a big difference between the two mayors uh, as far as how they governed and everything. And this Punch 9 for Harold Washington, which is the name of the documentary, is an absolute fantastic lesson in politics not just for Chicago, but everything that we're involved in today in nationwide politics, in local politics, you can see this happening even back then, but it was all out in the open in Chicago. Uh Uh, There's a spot in the documentary that uh, showed over a hundred news crews from around the world that had come to Chicago to film and report on this enormous event when Harold Washington beat the machine. Mm-hmm. And and the documentary is, it's an emotional documentary. Uh, they're actually working on putting a um, uh, lesson plans together to bring this film into schools. Good. And, and make it part of the curriculum. Good. And uh, uh, it's, it's just wonderful. And it's free. Well, it's not free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got a little carried away with myself. But it's it is now showing at AMC theaters around the country. Mm-hmm. You can go to punch nine movie dot com. You can see the list of the cities. It started tonight, the seventh, and will go through the twelfth. And if anyone around within the sound of my voice, as they used to say in radio, um, 
gets a chance to go see it, you will be changed. Seriously. Yeah. It's not just this is the story of Harold Washington. This was a uh, I described it as a sea change in government, in politics, in the way people get involved. And like I said, we're seeing all of that still today. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Roger Badish, and Roger uh, had the good fortune to see Punch Nine, the movie. He's seen it, in fact, a couple of times. We'll take a break and come right back and talk about that movie here on WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman of WGN Radio, and for Dave Plyer, we're talking with uh, former WGN Radio newsman Roger Badish, who was also a member of former Mayor Harold Washington's staff. And Roger, I don't know if if you remember, but I think I met you before I knew I met you, because back in 1984, Johnny and I were both working then at WIND, and that station was sold, but... While we were there, I did a an interview with Mayor Washington. He came in, and he was uh, with me for, I, I want to say, about an hour and a half. And uh, we uh, it wound up being a special that the station reran several times. And somewhere in my archives, I have a, a copy of that. And one of the strongest memories that I have of that afternoon was, unlike a lot of politicians... There was nothing at all standoffish about Mayor Harold Washington. He was very exactly. easy to talk to. There, there was eye contact. He wasn't looking at notes or anything. He was. We were having a conversation about what had gone on with his administration up to that point. And it was, rather than a politician using talking points, it was just a conversation. And I was very impressed by that. Yeah, he's... I put together several appearances, forum events. Uh, we would have to put uh, staffing reports together. Uh, you would go out ahead of time with security and check out the the area and who was going to greet them, who was going to talk to them, where would you sit. Where they, they had a full staff that would do that. And so in doing that, you have to put together talking points on that sheet. And Harold Washington was one of the smartest people I've ever known. And he didn't need talking points. Mm -hmm. Um, He already knew everything that needed to be said to the audience that he was speaking to. And we're not talking political speak. We're not talking, uh, you know, how a politician will say the same thing to a crowd, no matter what city it's in. They just change the name of the city, you know, kind of like rock bands would say, you know, how you doing, Cleveland? And they're in mm-hmm. Detroit, but right. it would be the same set list. So he was not like that. I got to tell you something. So I had the uh, honor one time, one Christmas. You've seen the pictures on my Facebook page of him dancing in front of a stereo system. Mm-hmm. And the, the story on that, uh, which is in my book, is that uh, his staff got him the stereo system for his home, which was actually an apartment on the south side. And I had put it together in in the uh, press uh, conference room at City Hall for him, played a little trick on him. He loved it. I had to put it together in his home. <laughs> and so one winter night, I came in with my toolbox with all my screwdrivers and wrenches and stuff that I would need and went up to his place and put the stereo system together. 
he spent the entire time in one of the rooms in his apartment. And there were only four rooms. This room was a separate reading room. There was a chair in the middle of the room, surrounded by four walls filled ceiling to floor with books. Oh. I'm not kidding. Wow. This man read and knew almost everything. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Steve, he's he's like the, the family member that you know you can go talk to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, sure. Yep. This is this is who he was. And this documentary film, it's a full length documentary that you get that in watching this. If you've never seen the reports, if you weren't around when he was in office and we had a, a, a viewing room at the theater the other night uh, that was filled with people who weren't alive when he was in office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they complained that they did not know all of this. They did not know the importance of him. And part of the film even shows how Barack Obama came to Chicago because Cause of, of Harold Washington. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. What was it? As familiar as you were with Mayor Washington, mm-hmm. in watching the movie, was there anything new you learned about him? Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff because uh, as as much as I worked for him and learned the way he wanted things done and and worked for people who spent you know twenty four seven almost with him, his staff people, I was not there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was not there when he was in Congress. Um, I did not know him the way that these other people who spoke in the documentary knew him. And I continually learned new things about him, about what went on behind the scenes. Some of the behind the scenes stuff I had heard as rumors, but did not know for a fact. And so a a lot of the stuff that was in the documentary was new to me. Mm -hmm. And it just made me admire him even more. Well, Roger, uh, you had a chance to see the movie. I would imagine you had a chance to meet Joe Winston, the director and producer of the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, did What was his motivation? I mean, what inspired him? He's an award-winning uh, mm-hmm. uh, documentarian. Why did he decide to take on this project? Well, he mentioned it uh, Wednesday night. Um, he, he was there along with uh, Ray Lambert, who uh, actually is how I got involved in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, is that uh, our good friend Rick Kogan had Raymond on one night. Mm-hmm. And then when he, they started talking, I walked in during a, a commercial break and said, you know, I used to work for them, for Mayor Washington. Huh. And that's how they got into uh, getting the videos and film that I had. But he said that when, he, when Harold Washington was in office, he was in school. And he was just enamored with uh, the way Washington, as Steve, just as you described it, when he came in for your interview, mm-hmm. that this man was almost bigger than life, that they couldn't believe that someone so intelligent and someone so um, uh, overwhelmingly in charge could take on this machine, the Chicago Democratic machine, mm-hmm. and beat it. Hmm. And he's always wanted to tell the story, 
and everything just fell into place with him, with the interviews that he had. Uh, Alderman Dick Mel was interviewed for this. Mm-hmm. And if anyone remembers from uh, those days, Alderman Mel took over running the city council for a couple of times. Yep. Uh, he was the uh, deputy mayor, uh, a title that Harold Washington let him keep from the previous administration, right. and that he actually ran the city council for a while because uh, the Washington administration was getting all their ducks in a row, and there was a battle. They called it council wars. I'm mm-hmm. sure you, you oh, both yeah. remember that. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was 29 aldermen against 21 aldermen, and uh, Harold Washington didn't have the 29. Mm-hmm. And it was... The, I hate to say that it was dirty, but it was dirty. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. The fighting well, and it's the Chicago. conflicts yeah. that were going on was just horrendous. And then when you take it into the general election of the uh, the second election, mm-hmm. it just, uh, you have to see this documentary to you... understand what was going on. This is a masterpiece of, of fact telling. Not you story you have convinced us, Roger. Yeah, and it's being seen. And the the neat thing is, it opening today. It's being shown around the country, and it's called Punch yes. Nine. Roger, thank you. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you, and um, thank you for. I, I sent you a text and said, "What do you know about this movie?" And you texted me back, and you said a lot. So thank you for joining us to share a little bit more insight into it. Thanks a lot, You're Roger. Very welcome. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate Take it. Take care. Good night.